0: Welcome to a new episode of the Illini Cast. Today we're going to preview uh, the upcoming game on Saturday. I believe it's at 3 p.m. Eastern on Fox uh, against the Indiana Hoosiers. The Illini, obviously, coming off a very tough loss uh, at Northwestern. It was a great game. Went right down to it. And if you guys watched my preview, uh, I kind of talked about it. That you know, it's a game that Illinois should have won. But Boo Boo is just one of those players in the Big Ten where, if the game is close, in the last four or five minutes of the game, he can be the best player on the court, and that's just kind of what it was. Um, we had a chance to close it out; it was tied. Uh, Damask had the ball, could have uh, could have scored. Uh, you know, it's it's debatable whether he took a good shot or not. You know, he had Shannon to his left, but I understand taking the smaller buoy and trying to shoot over him. Obviously, he didn't go in. But uh, and uh, in, uh, Northwestern uh, pulled pulled away in overtime. I, th- I believe the final score was ninety six ninety one. A tough loss, but you know Northwestern, you know they're tough to play at home. It's one of the tougher places to play. It's it's a small stadium, and not that the crowd is all that rowdy, but the students they tend to get pretty loud. So you know it's not a great loss, but it's not a necessarily a horrendous loss. I-, I consider Northwestern one of the five six best teams in the conference. So, you know, moving on, you know, we will talk about uh, Indiana Hooters game coming on, who are kind of on the opposite trajectory. But before I do that, I just want to do a little house cleaning and say um, in the last two weeks, our channel has grown by over 150%. And I just want to thank you all. Uh, You're kind of doing me a favor. And uh, I know it sounds kind of sad with me. always asking you guys to share and, you know, hit subscribe and hit like, but you guys are doing it. And I'm telling you, you guys are you're really doing us a favor again. With the way YouTube works, uh, the algorithm um, does really doesn't consider you until you're at a thousand followers. So we're not really close to that level, but uh, you know we're growing, and that's all I can really ask. So having said that, please like and subscribe uh, to this particular video as well. Um, you can find us at icast, obviously on YouTube, which is probably where you're watching. You can find us on all the podcast networks. Uh, If you're more, not necessarily an Illinois fan, but you're more into uh, the Big Ten Conference in general, follow me at at Big Ten Show on Twitter and on YouTube. Uh, That's another project I'm working on with a friend of mine where we kind of just talk about the Big Ten Conference on a higher level and uh, all teams. We're not you know, just focused on Illinois, on Michigan, Ohio State. We try to take our turns with everybody. But having said all that, it's time for game preview time and for that as i usually do i'm going to bring on burke white from the often daunted podcast a a, a sister podcast on the big big banter network uh burke thank you for joining us
1: yeah definitely sister right now for sure <laughs> it's <laughs> it,
0: it's hey, been it, a tough it, stretch for you guys huh
1: oh my gosh man we're coming off this this Illinois game is the third leg. And what I, going into the season, I was convinced this is the gauntlet of our schedule. I saw was, this, yeah. Was Purdue at home, yeah. then at Wisconsin, then at Illinois. Now, what's even worse about this entire gauntlet Indiana finds themselves on is we got Purdue at home after they had lost to Nebraska. We got <laughs> Wisconsin at Wisconsin after they had lost. I've, who, who did they drop the one to right before that? Penn State? Was it Penn State? Yeah, I believe that might be it. Um, And then, yeah, of course, Illinois just has a heartbreaking loss and has a week or half a week for you guys. We had a whole week, so I mean, we just got sluggish in our nature, I'm sure. And it's just, it's just, it's a shame that we have to face these just Big Ten powerhouses right now while they're able, while they're coming off losses, while they have that, uh, you know, that ache
0: that just fuels you in practice. Yeah, definitely. And you know, that's definitely something we'll get to. Uh, I'm curious, Burke. Like, what were before we get to the team and how they performed so far, what were kind of the preseason expectations of where Indiana Hoosier basketball was supposed to be this year? And like where, how, you know, where in the trajectory have you guys fallen? I would say the projections were anywhere one
1: through 12th is where I thought we could okay. end up. It was okay. just such a, it, we have all this on paper talent these guys are objectively talented individuals or else they wouldn't have the interest from the next level that they do and it's just if if all that talent hit and there was a way that they could have the cohesion necessary like i i I thought this could have been a big 10 contending team the only problem is i just totally overlooked the roster construction i totally invested too much confidence in the fact that we had a sixth year senior. Yes, I said that right. Uh, this was a sixth year. So, like, there are super seniors. This dude is a super-duper deluxe senior. And, uh, you know, you know, that's my bad. My bad trusting that this guy would be mature enough to lead a team. First season. And unfortunately, Xavier Johnson just ain't it.
0: No. Yeah, I mean, you guys are loaded up front. And, you know, I mean, I guess we can kind of – talk about it now like you guys have arguably one of the best bigs uh in the front courts in the big 10 you know maybe behind purdue just because they got that big guy in the middle um you know ours is pretty decent with the guys that we can throw out there but i'm trying to th- you know, fast think in my head right now like your front court has a group of really talented guys and you know it's the back court that is Probably one of the worst in the and, conference, and
1: see—that's the biggest shame about this whole program right now, because the backcourt is the veteran experience of this team, and it's it's just sad because how how can you how can those guys lead like capably without being able to,
0: you know, lead by example? So so what happened? Like you know, have has Woodson not been recruiting the backcourt so much? Uh, you know, like how come there's no. such a lack of talent back there?
1: I genuinely think it was, uh, you know, we we went out into the transfer portal. We went and saw who we could get, who, and I'm sure we could have gotten some guys. But a lot of guys were probably told this is Xavier Johnson's team, and uh, you know, you'll you'll play with Trey for minutes. We'll see if you you can get in, but no, no, but no top transfer wanted to come to a team that was being quote unquote led by this sixth year senior point guard. It just doesn't – yeah, there there just wasn't theoretically time for you. Now I'm just begging we had anybody to throw out there. Yeah. Because speaking on Xavier Johnson a little, I'll fill the Illini in. Yeah,
0: please. Illini
1: in to uh, just the woes that your neighbors to the east are feeling. Um, It's basically uh, we we made our bed. We're laying in it now, and uh, Xavier Johnson just – he – it's insane how somebody who has arguably played the most college basketball out of anybody in college basketball, six years, six years senior. Um, it's amazing how this guy still reacts to fouls like anything, any of his whining before has ever once changed a call. Like in, in newsflash, it just hasn't ever. Yeah. And uh, it, it's just, it, he had at one point head in that Wisconsin game. They were talking on the uh, just the commentary and they were just saying how, you know, Xavier Johnson through these last two games, the Purdue game and the Wisconsin game, had more flagrant fouls than he had successful made field goals. Yikes. And that, that yeah, that's our senior leader. That's the guy everyone's supposed to turn to that will pretty much tell you why we are where we are. And I, I genuinely thought, you know, this team had a lot of hope with just the sheer talent. Getting Kalel Ware was a huge get, huge get. And mm-hmm. Kalel Ware is still feasting. Credit to Mike Woodson for being able to unlock something in him that uh, Dane Altman and them just overlooked
0: entirely at Oregon. Speaking of Ware, uh, do you know if he's going to be playing uh, in the game against the Illini tomorrow? So he was limited in practice all week.
1: I don't even think he did any physical contact, so... If I was a betting man, I'd say he's a no-go. But while 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 usually I would be like, oh yeah, that sucks. Like the thing about Malik' renew's game is he has really thrived in those games where Kalel has been out. Um, it, it, I don't know why Mike Woodson just does not let Kalel just sit on the wing on the offensive side. Like we don't need him down low. He can shoot the three, which is pretty incredible for his size, the rate at which he converts the three. But like like Malik's biggest game of the season so far was another game that Kalel was out in. I think he had 34 points in that one. And so I will say that's where this game could get interesting because I know Illinois' weakness, if they do have one, it is going to be defensively in that front court. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, like Dane Danger, I mean, I I respect the hell out of that guy. He is a tough SOB. But – Man, he he just hasn't been getting a lot of run, but this would be a huge game for him to get, for him to have the experience to be a part of this one. I think. I mean, that's I that's so. just me putting my thoughts on your program real quick. Yeah,
0: I I mean, I hope so. You know, i've I've been on the Dane train for two years now. <laughs> I like that the guy. The guy just, you know, Brad just every time he comes in, he has a minus plus minus for the game. You know, there's something about defense that he just that just doesn't register with the guy so anytime he comes in the opposition immediately focuses on getting the guy he's guarding the ball and more often than not those possessions end up with points and you know again dane's a scoring machine he really is i think he could be starting for half the teams in the oh, Big yeah. Ten just because of his soft touch when he gets the ball down down low the guy's again he's very soft touch Um, he's the scoring machine. But on the other end, you know, if a team can't play drop coverage, I just – you can only hide and, you know, shield him so much. His minutes, once the Big Ten season started, have gone down drastically. You're talking about less than 10 minutes a game, and even that's high. It's closer to, like, five minutes a game. And that's surprising for someone like me who thought, you know, we could count on him to be one of the main scorers on this team. Uh, I thought, I still think, you know, outside maybe Shannon, he's probably, no, I guess now that Damascus and all these other guys, okay. pure score, Dane, down low, uh, he can match up uh, with anybody. I guess that was my point. But, you know, as you were saying, there is a path for Indiana to win this game. Uh, you know, I know you guys are kind of in shambles and uh, I think your best, I was looking at your schedule this year, I think your last or your best win this year was probably Ohio state at home. Sunny, or...
1: Sunny, This is it, man. Yeah. This, for, for the, per, for Indiana, this is it. Yeah. Like if, if we don't get this win, it's, yeah. there's no tournament because there is zero good wins on the Indiana resume.
0: Okay. Right. So, I mean, so let's just talk about Mike Woodson then. Like, you know, this is what year three, are we in year three or year four? Uh, Three. Okay. So what are the vibes around, uh Mike Woodson right now.
1: The vibes are a, a lot of people are getting very loud, and yeah. they're really calling that this needs observed. i'm i'm not I'm not on that train yet where because i'm I'm just like every single year Mike has gotten us better. we've we've ended the season better than the last. this will this will be definitely a down year compared to last season. Um but again, i he was so handcuffed to Xavier Johnson. And a lot of the fan base did have faith that Xavier wouldn't do this. Definitely like he would not do this.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: uh, it just, so it's just such a tough read. I am team Mike Woodson. Now i w I, I'm saying that right, uh, right at the jump. Some of his minute decisions are bananas. Like, like he, he will so quickly um, just foul his own guys out of games. Like, if if McKenzie is the only hot hand on the court, he's the only one getting a bucket for us. We should just be feeding him the rock all day, letting him cook because McKenzie, if you guys, for your fans who don't know, McKenzie is the best freshman in the big 10. He is. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just saying it straight up. Um, he, he hasn't gotten the, it, what he's bringing right now out of the gate. He was so slow, but he has really unlocked something in his game. It's just Mike Woodson. If he, if he picks up two fouls with, uh, 10 minutes left in the first half. It, 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 like, it'll be a game, like, at Purdue, he would do this. He would sub him out. And it's like, man, you got to just ride it. You got to let it rip in that case. And, like, he did that in the Wisconsin game. He subbed out McKenzie with 12 minutes left in the first half. McKenzie ended the game with two fouls. It, it, it's just, he's just subbing his own, it, he's subbing his own guys, the only guys who can get a bucket for us on this program right now. He's subbing them out with just nobody else to go to. And it's just bananas. It's ludicrous right now. I, I I can't stand by it, but I mean, he knows basketball so much more than me. I have to think he has some grand design, but right. it, it, it is so frustrating watching this team week after week, being able to see the issues with what's going on and, and just seeing the program just from top to bottom. If If the message is getting lost at X. If it's Mike to X to the team, like something needs done to make to instill in the guys just a sense of buying into the I, the I don't know constitution of the program. Like Brad Underwood has gotten your Illinois team to buy in, mm-hmm. and and you can say, oh, that's dumb, cliche sports stuff. No, it's it's very real. No, having so. a program of guys that buys in. Right now, mm-hmm. nobody's buying into this team.
0: Like last year's team was not bottom. Uh, yeah, Illinois. Exactly. Teams, you know, exactly. We, you know, we had a, we had a couple of guys who are just kind of in it for themselves. And, uh, that's yeah, not it, the case it, it could, year. it could only be like one or two bad
1: eggs and right. that just ruins it all. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, unfortunately right now, Hey, I hate to call him out, but he's just utterly let us down and Xavier Johnson, uh, it, him being the one to turn to just has not bode well for this team. And uh, at the same time, I'm like, is Mike to blame for that? He was the one that was yeah. like, yeah, X is the answer. X is the answer. Like, I mean, it, but again, it was like Indiana fans were already kind of in that camp. But yeah. it's tough, man.
0: Your your tone is making me sad, Burke. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey. It's hard for me to feel sad for an Indiana fan. Oh, <laughs> you know, it's, just, it's always darkest like before the dawn. Dude, we are
1: going to win. Two games in a row at some point, and we will be right back to the
0: obnoxious, like the obnoxious ass takes that we always have. Okay, speaking of obnoxious Indiana fans, and I'm not calling you one uh, pending, no. <laughs> your answer, pending your pending your answer to this question, just because yeah. uh, you know I like to have fun on social media a little bit, and you know it seems it it seems like a lot of Purdue and Indiana fans have united to bond to go up against the Illinois fans. So let me ask you. Yeah, for the Big Ten championship, if Purdue is playing Illinois, who do you who would you rather lose? Let's put it that way. You don't have to w- have one win, but who would you rather lose? See, you're taking way too long. For I you. have no, you right see, no, doctor. because
1: I have reasons. I have reasons. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. I, After, so I would mind. say, I would rather. Illinois Illinois lose the Big Ten
0: championship. Right. But listen, but listen, that's enough for this show. No, that's speak. because
1: <laughs> yeah. a Purdue team that lost the Big Ten championship to Illinois, they might figure some shit out the next week. <laughs> <laughs> I need yeah. I need Purdue to feel as comfortable as they can. Yeah,
0: okay, okay, I see you are going that first
1: that. week of March madness, man. I do <laughs> I, I, that's just what I need now. That is the outcome for this season I'm currently rooting for with the position my team has put us in.
0: Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. All right. Speaking of outcome, um, there is a path. Uh, I think I saw Illinois was a 13 and a half point favorite tomorrow. I think that is pretty big. Um, It's definitely fair. You think so? 13. Yeah. I mean, I was surprised. I figured it'd be double figures, but I thought it'd be closer to maybe 11, Um, 13 and a half. It's 14 on some books now. Uh, there is a path for Indiana to win. And, you know, from my knowledge, like, see what Illinois does really, really well is they are one of the biggest teams in the Big Ten. And so what we do is we crash, crash the boards. And we are one of the best, if not the best rebounding team in the conference, uh, whether it's percentage wise or offensive rebounding, defensive rebounding, you know, we just have guys who all crash the boards. Indiana is one of those teams who actually matches up size for size with Illinois. And the last couple big guys who uh, have played Illinois, they've had their way. You know, basically, Brad Underwood's strategy is, you know, if the opposition has a good big, we'll let him take the ball every single time and, you know, try to score one-on-one on on Coleman Hawkins. We're not going to let some of the other guys on the outside make a three-pointer or get going like a third. a good point guard, we're not going to let them get going. Indiana has some really quality bigs, as we kind of talked about. So let's just say a miracle happens. The obnoxious Indiana fans come out on Saturday. What's the game script for the Hoosiers uh, to win in Champaign?
1: There's, there's only really one way that I could see it possibly going. And as far-fetched as this sounds, it is like, It is. I'm gonna go ahead and say Kalel's out of this game. It is. It is Mackenzie and Baco and Malik renew combining for. Let's. How many points do I think Illinois would score? Probably. It's McKenzie and Malik combining for roughly sixty points. I I would. I would hope to God the backcourt may be able to get fifteen to put (laughs) away uh, Illinois like seventy-five to seventy-two but again i just expect illinois to be able to score far more easily e- easily than that at home our defense has been abysmal at times and uh yeah i just i just don't i man i i i my show i i advertise it as an ignorantly optimistic perspective on the indiana hoosiers and man th- th- this is what you're current, yes this is what the current optimist <laughs> Indiana oh. fan looks like right Jeez. now dude oh it gets so
0: much worse <laughs> <laughs> all right so let's uh let's get to the game predictions and uh if you're watching this please leave your final score predictions uh in the comments if you nail us the score completely right I'll throw you something I don't know, maybe tickets to a future game or something like that so throw in your uh submissions in the comments Burke let's hear uh, your final score
1: my final score is uh, I'm gonna say seventy-five seventy-two Indiana. There you go. Oh no, what <laughs> all this no. we've been talking no, about seventy five seventy-two Indiana. That's for any of the Indiana listeners. All right. Oh, okay. That, okay, okay. Yeah, you can close it. You guys can leave now. All right. Uh, <laughs> probably, probably uh Illinois 82 Indiana. 71 okay that's, that's actually
0: very close to my guess uh i'm guessing 85 71 so you know I hey, there barely cover the spread or you're gonna get a push yeah but uh burke thank you again for coming on the show today please tell the folks watching where they can find you
1: yeah hey if you guys want to just share in the misery of the if you guys just want to check in see how your neighbors are doing uh you can find me anywhere you find your podcast at or the often daunted podcast you can also find me on all socials at often daunted hey sunny thank you so much for having me on man
0: and also to to let some of you guys know um burke and i will probably be doing a game recap uh sometime sunday and that'll be on uh his podcast so definitely uh, i may do one after the game tomorrow we'll see a quick recap but you know, Burke and I will kind of go back and forth about what we saw from each other's teams and our teams, uh, in a little bit more long form on Sunday. And that's going to be on your podcast or do you have, do you do YouTube too? I wasn't sure. Yeah,
1: no, I uh, yeah, I'll, I'll get it up there and, uh, yeah, I'll probably send I'll send you an audio file of it. You could put it up on your feed. So Perfect. anybody be, well, already
0: subscribed can get their hands on it as well. Sounds good. You heard what the man said. Subscribe.
1: Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> and-
0: All right, then uh, thank you guys all for watching. And uh, we'll see what happens. Hopefully Illinois takes care of business tomorrow. I genuinely think that if Indiana even keeps it close tomorrow night and Illinois eventually prevails, uh, it might be time to start worrying if we're Illinois. Uh, We got to come in locked in tomorrow. We got to come in. You know, we had a bad loss. We can't have too many losses, uh, especially if we want to win this conference. You know, Purdue plays, I think, Sunday Sunday. At Rutgers and a place that they struggle at. Wisconsin has a good game. Uh, I think it's just about started right now with Michigan State. So I don't have the result of that. But those are two of the teams we're going to be competing with. And, uh, you know, we need to keep pace. So, hey, Bert, one go, thing go really quick. Uh, just one yes. thought on
1: the Illini. I'm on an Illini show. I
0: wanted to share it. Um,
1: I, I really think this year's different for you guys. I really do. I really think that the way that Terrence Shannon went down, like, with him out of the roster, the way this team was able to come and galvanize together despite his absence, they were able to get the wins they needed. If this were any season prior, Illinois falls off in that moment. So hey, I, I just I want to share optimism for a fan base right now who
0: would actually enjoy some. I'm going to I'm going to clip just that and post it on Twitter and just have the Indiana fans come. Yeah. <laughs> Hey. Get it angry. No, I mean I agree with you. Like, you know, uh Damask, Guerrier, Justin Harmon, a lot of these players really grew into a different role when Shannon was gone for those six or seven games. And, you know, obviously now Shannon's back and we'll kind of see how everyone gets together. But I hate to admit it, but you know, I'm very confident we may or may not win the conference. That would be nice, but it's not, you know on my things that I need to do for it to be a successful season. Yeah, we ain't Purdue. We ain't Purdue. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Underwood's, you know, got that cloud over his head where he needs to win, uh, get to the Sweet 16, and that's ultimately the goal, and I just think the way this team is kind of put together, um, we have as good of a chance as we've had in the last couple years. Um, But, you know, until then, we're just going to see – and uh, until then, we're going to take it game by game. Uh, thank you again, Burke, for coming on. Of course, and, of course. Uh, and uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see you on Sunday on Burke's podcast.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Thank you.